Hello and welcome to Soul Self. I'm your host, Shayna, a board-certified embodiment coach and master energy healer. Here we talk all things magic, love, sex, money, brain, hormones, and energy. You'll walk away with new truth bombs because I love talking about all the things people are thinking but too afraid to say, as well as educating you on everything I know in this mind, body, and soul of mine. You can find ways to work with me and products to enhance your life at bloomshakti.com. I just got to start off this episode by saying that everything that I share in Dating for Love Not Lust is exactly what has helped me to find, date, be with incredible men and nothing less than, okay? And I like to keep my life personal, so I'm not going to share what my status is, but If I had done all that stuff in the beginning from the get-go, I'd probably be fucking married with like four kids by now. But anyways, I think what's important is for, for us when we're dating to be in our own energy, right? Like if you're dating and you don't know how to do it in a way that's empowering and being in your own energy, you're linking so much energy and you're getting so drained and you're dating people that have no like future with you because you're not embodying what you need to be in order to date for love, not lust. Okay. That's why the program is called dating for love, not lust. So as of now in 2022, you can get into any of my programs at any time starting 2023. They're going to be open one at a time. I'm going to focus and give information on solely those topics. So if you want to fucking date, if you are dating, if you're in a new relationship, even if you are in a relationship and the polarity is like the relationships depolarized, then getting into dating for love, not lust is definitely for you. So firstly, it's really important that you're dating consciously and engaging with the apps with conscious intentions. So whether you are finding, like whether you're finding friends with benefits or you're actually looking for someone that you end up in a relationship with, it's really important that you actually know your intentions and it's okay if you want to have a fuck buddy like that's fantastic but know your intentions because it's not just for you but it's also to respect the other person because there's nothing I think more disrespectful and fucked up than misleading someone that you're talking to on a dating app (laughs) because if you don't know what you want or you aren't taking ownership for what you want and claiming what you want because you're insecure about it or whatever you are. Bottom line is know what you are on the dating app for and be consciously aware of that and have that intention when you're engaging with people for your own self-respect and also for the respect of others because we actually live in a really small world, okay? For every seven people that you know, you can actually come back around and meet someone else that you know. So let's say sexy shirtless John matches with you and he wants a relationship and you just want to fuck him and get him in your bed and you do then a year later you end up being like fucking neighbors or some shit right like basically he'll circle back in your life and he's lost respect for you because you've had you've left a bad taste in his mouth right so have self-respect for yourself by showing up in a high quality way and that comes with owning what the fuck you want There's no shame with friends with benefits or wanting to fuck around. And there's no shame for wanting to be in a secure, healthy, committed relationship. Own it 
and it's actually going to help people to see you in a higher light as well. Now, there's also a addiction piece to online dating, okay? It's all the self-validation you get. So some people use dating apps as a source of validation and to cover up the fact that they're bored. This is across the board. Even if you don't think that you get validation or a sense of entertainment from these apps, you do. What is Instagram? Validation station. And when you're bored, you scroll it. Same with TikTok. Now, Pinterest doesn't give you validation unless you have a big Pinterest follower thing, but most of us don't. (coughs) Pinterest doesn't give us validation, right? But oh boy, does it give me a sense of entertainment because I can scroll endlessly and I definitely scroll to build my future life. But long story short, when you're swiping on a dating app and then you're talking to someone who gives you a hit of oxytocin and dopamine, that gets addictive. Like, ooh, someone new, someone new. Ooh, he's hot. Yes. Ooh, he's close. Oh my God, he's 6'2". That is fucking addiction. And you're literally getting addicted to how you feel when you get these text messages from Sexy John. I don't know why the name is John today. And these apps, okay? So are you getting addicted to them? Because if you are, I would tell you now, do what feels good, obviously, right? But if you are addicted or you're getting validation from it, put it fucking down, delete that shit because you're not going to win. You are draining yourself. You are leaking your energy and you're not doing anything good for yourself. If you are going on them and you are not needing validation, you're not addicted to them, you're not scrolling them because you're bored and lonely at 1am, great. That's why boundaries with dating apps is crucial. And obviously, dating apps are, you know, hard when you're busy. And I get that. That is one thing where the pro of meeting someone in person is that that vibe that you got is what it's what makes you put the effort in. And it's what allows you to want to put the effort in, you know, with texting, going out, and then, you know, what have you. But when you're meeting someone online and you're texting them, you don't really know if there's a vibe, right? Like that's why people cancel and not show up or show effort or go MIA because there's no skin in the game. There's no feelings there, true feelings there yet. There's a quick addiction, but that does fade over time. When you've met someone in person, there's that vibe for both of you that actually makes you want to engage with them following the encounter. So obviously it's not necessary, you know, it's not necessarily that they don't want to find their person if they're not engaging on the dating app as much. It's really more often because there's no real spark or investment in any person that is driving you to make the time to talk to you. And I remember... When I was on dating apps, it's fucking exhausting. Like, if I was tired from work or I had a busy week, I don't want to reply. I don't want to be like, I I just don't want to fucking text anyone, right? And when you meet someone in person, it's different. Because even if I were to reflect on, you know, recent times of being single, people I met online versus people I met in person, if I met a guy in person and there was that vibe, I would actually respond to him even if I was tired or I'd at least be like, Hey, I'm tired. I'll call you tomorrow. Um, but if I was engaging on an app, 
I just don't want to fucking talk to them because it's like, go away, you're so annoying, right? Because at the end of the day, is there a vibe? I don't fucking know. But with the person in real life that I have had a vibe with, that I am interested in getting to know, then I am going to engage with them a little more and take the time to reply to them or talk to them, even if I am busy. I've already invested, like I'm already invested with that person that I've met in person because I felt that spark, right? So even if you're busy, you're going to respond to the text message and get excited about going out on the date. But if you don't have that initial spark with someone, that's where it's easier for people to cancel, for people to ghost and go MIA because there isn't really that spark yet, to be honest. And it's important to just be honest. Be honest with yourself. And, you know, dating apps take a lot of time, a lot of energy. And if you don't have that, you're going to end up in a scarcity mindset about it. So also, you're, if you're only going on it to get a hit of validation versus going on there to, you know, with a serious intention of like, fuck buddy or man of your dreams, it's going to drain you if you are on those apps not knowing what you want. And what I've noticed is a lot of, like, think about it logically. Yeah. When you're on a dating app, it's like, no, 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 right? And then people are like, there's no good fish left in the sea. And it's because all day you're telling your brain, no, 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 right? So it's constant scarcity. Whereas when you're not on a dating app, you have less people talking to you, blowing up your phone. But when you do engage with someone, it's probably of higher quality. And you're going to end up feeling like, even if you only have four encounters with different guys in a year, right? You only met four guys in a year in real life versus online dating apps, you're going to feel like those four encounters were more abundant about dating versus being on a dating app and be like, no, 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 no. Your beliefs, what you put into your mind, it's going to shape what you see around the world because of the way that our reticular activating system works. It's constantly filtering things out that are irrelevant and filtering in things that are relevant. So constantly seeing and saying it's not a good match, that's what you're going to be seeing more of. You're not going to see the great guy when you're constantly saying no, 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 no to yourself, right? So it's also hard with dating apps, you know, for people that are visual, um, people that are very visual, it's hard because they can unintentionally swipe the wrong way and say no to someone that could be a really great fit for them based on their photos, not doing their appearance justice. And let's be real, the vibe that you get with someone to their physical appearance, the vibe that you get from someone with your encounter with someone, it does add to their physical appearance or it takes it away, right? Totally fucking takes it away. So what can happen is when we're only looking at physicality because you can leave questions and stuff, but it's like, do those questions really spark much in us? Not really, right? Because most people leave bland answers because they don't know what to write. It's confusing. It's hard. It's like, do I sound cool, calm, and collected or do I sound serious? I don't want to be off-putting this one, but I also want someone to know that I don't want you to message me if you don't know how to have fucking emotional maturity or have babies, whatever, right? We can tell ourselves these stories and limit ourselves and they end up becoming 
a very physical thing where we're only looking at people's appearance and we judge someone the wrong way and say no to someone because of their appearance, right? And some people aren't that photogenic, but in real life, they're hot as fuck, right? Or, I mean, think about it. Guys are not great at taking pictures, okay? Like, how many guys don't know how to fucking take pictures? And you might miss out on a great guy because he doesn't know how to take a good picture, right? His pictures don't do justice. Versus meeting that person in person, and you can be so fucking obsessed with them because of the vibe that is added to their appearance, And the way that they've made you laugh or how they made you feel or what extra thing about their energy and their presence that added to their overall sex appeal, let's say, right? And modern dating is hard. Modern dating is hard. So dating for love, not lust is going to help you show up in dating in a way that you are going to be proud of yourself not leaking your energy, and you're actually going to get results from good men without being anxious. So please, if you are single, dating, in a new relationship, fresh out of a relationship, because there's even stuff in there about how to get over a heartbreak, you know, coming back to your energy, then join Dating for Love, Not Lust. And I am by no means against dating apps. I think that it's an amazing tool that we have in modern society, which is great, to broaden our network and to meet more people. Because there are people that some of you might have friends now in different cities because you went on a dating app when you were visiting that city, right? That is great. Especially because nowadays people don't say hello in a fucking coffee shop. So we need that. But there's a difference in experience sometimes. And depending who you are, of meeting and dating someone that you've met in person and had that initial spark with versus meeting that person online and not having that initial spark that can actually drive the investment of time, especially if the two of you are busy. So if you are really busy and you just don't have time to go out and meet people, you're like, Shayna, I'm working, I'm busy, I'm tired, I'm, I've got kids. I get that. I get the being busy part. And you don't have to go meet people at a bar. You need to be open to the fact that you can meet your Prince Charming in a park, supermarket, at the gym, in a sauna, in the car parking lot, on a fucking like airport, right? You can meet him anywhere if you are open to that and if you remain open to that. And if you work with the law of attraction and action, it'll be a lot easier And I'm actually going to do an episode on manifesting love, so stay tuned for that. Um, And also in Dating for Love, Not Lust, you know, there's a lot of content out there on calling in and manifesting the love of your life, but I really want, (coughs) I wanted to hone in on bringing the action piece with the metaphysical, like the manifestation side of it. And it's like, there's a whole section on manifesting a specific person, which is blended. So get in because as time goes on too, you guys, like I'm going to be adding more content and you're not paying extra for it. So prices for everything are going to increase 2023, but, and they're also going to be open for certain amounts of time. And 
<coughs> that's because I'm going to open it up, create content on that. There's roundtables where you get to hop on live and ask me questions or even just email questions and I answer it for you. You know, it's like your one-on-one situationships, whatever. Um, I'm actually going to talk, I talk about situationships on the whole manifesting love thing too, by the way. So, um, stay tuned for that. But it's really important to know if you want to meet someone that, you know, you're still staying on the dating app, you know, but like, think about what the pictures and stuff say about them, right? Because at the end of the day, him saying, him saying, I don't know, I'm open to anything. It's like, okay, maybe he's open to a relationship, but if you're serious about a relationship, you engaging with someone like that, you're only wasting your own time. Not to say that he's not going to want a relationship with you, but you want to be embodied in your boundaries and not engaging with someone that's not where you want them to be right now, for example, right? It's really important to know your non-negotiables. So if he's saying, I don't know, let's go wherever it wants to go, that's important, right? Like, what are your non-negotiables when you're on dating apps? Because if you don't know where your non-negotiables are and you're not committed to sticking to them, you're just going to get looped into the addiction and you're going to be leaking your energy left, right, center. And you're going to waste a lot of time on dating apps and you'll go into the scarcity that a lot of people feel in the dating world. And there's a majority of people having very bad perception of dating these days. And I really want to change that. Everyone has this scarcity of like, there's no good men, no good women. You know, all the good ones are taken and married or women are bitches or guys are all fuckboys. We got to change that because your mindset is everything. And if you're thinking that there's only shit people on the app, well, one, you're one of the shit people because you're on the app. And there are so many good people on those apps. There are genuine, beautiful people. And I, you know, one of my good friends, she actually met her man on Tinder. Okay. Swiped right and got married, dude. Like I am pro dating apps and I'm pro meeting in person. What I'm also for pro majorly is consciousness. Do you know your conscious intention, how you're engaging on these dating apps? Are you getting yourself into trauma bonds? Are you not embodying your self-worth? Have you not healed your trauma? So you're getting off all this validation from people online. And then you're ending up dating shitty people and ending up in situationships, right? I've had clients where they're on dating apps and we're working through a lot of this stuff as they're dating. And now they're in these beautiful engagements or, you know, like they're just with amazing men, you know, that they met on dating apps. And a lot of that does come from them being in, being in their on dating apps from a healed, relaxed, grounded space, not a space of reaction, validation, and addiction to dopamine and serotonin and oxytocin and everything. So if you're on the app, don't, don't say that only douchebags and fuckboys are on the app because you're on the app, right? Are you a douchebag? (laughs) Are you a shitty person? If you are fine, but you probably aren't. There are good people on the apps and there are also people that are just wanting to have sex and have a friends with benefits situation and there's nothing wrong with that. They're allowed to. People are allowed to be on the apps just for sex, just for a hookup, uh, for whatever. It's your job to stop engaging with those people 
it's not their job. And it is easier said than done, I know. And that's why doing this work on yourself is so important because knowing something is different than embodying it. That's why it's called embodiment, all right? Um, Knowing how to date is different than knowing how to date, right? Like dating correctly. So ensure that you're dating someone who has the same intentions as you and has the same things that you know are like non-negotiables, right? So for me, you have to be emotionally intelligent into the personal development work, be really disciplined. You have to be a man that's into gender roles and, you know, like fucking courts me and not just like in the beginning, but for fucking ever. (laughs) So if I were engaging with a man that wasn't in a personal development, woke up late, you know, didn't take care of themselves, that would just, oh, that would be so bad. I just can't. I could never be with a guy like that. But if I I want a solid relationship, I'm be like, yeah, you got to be a man who's in a career, like having a career that you absolutely fucking love and you're ambitious, you know? And knows when to rest and also take vacations and has emotional intelligence. So, yeah. And I mean, I think dating graphs are great for this because you can engage with a lot more people, right? And you can learn so much about yourself with dating. And I don't think it's necessarily, like, as long as you're doing it with self-awareness and a plan of action, I don't think it's a bad thing to be dating to get to know yourself. You just have to be honest with those people. So, for example, I'm getting out of a relationship, I'm dating, I'm not looking for anything serious, I'm looking for casual, uncommitted, fun, I'm honestly trying to get to know myself, right? And you're going to be triggered and have shit come up that are not going to come up when you're single. So dating can be really good for healing as long as you're actually knowing how to heal your shit or working with someone to do that. So everyone's situation with dating is different. And the bottom line is... It's really important for you to be dating in a way that you're not draining your energy all the time. And you're not a hot fucking anxious mess because you're not doing it with awareness and presence. And at the end of the day, you can do so much self-discovery work alone. And when you get into a relationship, like new things are going to come up. You know, it'll come up in a different way. And it doesn't mean that you're broken or you didn't do the work. It means that now you're in a relationship. So things are going to come up in a different way and are going to be triggered in a different way. So dating can be really healthy, even if you're just casually dating to kind of figure out what kind of person you want to be with long-term. And that kind of dating takes serious embodiment, that queen energy, which I'm going to be, like, I have actually told you how to think, to feel, and all that stuff in Dating for Love Not Lust, and um, I think I said dating is not healthy, but dating, the way in which you're dating can be healthy or unhealthy, okay? And also, to dive deep into trauma work, you're going to want to get into Shakti Alchemy, which is my trauma healing program, and literally, it's going to get you into that fucking queen energy, so... Yeah, um, if you know you need one-on-one support through this, I definitely recommend dating 
for love, not lust, or even coming to me with like, Hey, let's work on just fucking love stuff because we could do a lot of relationship healing and activations for that. Um, but yeah, so you also want to make sure that you're protecting yourself and showing up as your best self on these apps and not losing yourself and losing your energy and getting angry and frustrated and drained because you're on this roller coaster of highs and lows. Like, I don't want you to feel like every time he hasn't messaged you or he hasn't talked to you in three days, you're in a depressed hole because how fucking draining is that for you? This is networking. It's meeting people. That's all it is. There's so much more like specifics and everything, tools and tactics and embodiment things that I give you in Dating for Love, Not Lust. So please fucking join. But it's just, it's so much easier than we have experienced and have made it out to be. And we all deserve love. (laughs) And if you're a woman with a feminine core, trust me, trust me. There's amazing masculine men out there. This makes me want to like give up my status, but I'm not going to. <laughs> um, I think what's really important is to have dedication and consistent support. So even if you were to do like three months straight sessions with me, and we're just focused on that and not all the other things in your life, oh, fuck, you are going to be, like, quantum leaping, you know, understanding men, communicating with them, staying in your own energy, embodiment practices, you know, it's in Dating for Love, Not Less, but in-person sessions, I don't ever teach what I have in my programs in person, in my sessions, so, yeah. I'm going to leave this episode here. I hope this was helpful for you in terms of tips and the conversation. I hope that it was thought provoking and allowed you to have some self-reflection. You might want to listen to it again because it was quite juicy. So I'll see you guys in the new, in the next episode. And don't forget to share on your Instagram, tag me at Bloom Shakti. If you want to know how to work with me, check out, you know, spiritual apothecary items Also on my website, bloomshakti.com, and I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you got lots of empowerment from today's episode. I'd be really grateful if you could leave a review as a simple energy exchange or share this podcast and feel free to tag me on Instagram, bloomshakti. Help me to live my purpose, adding value to others' lives. To work with me or for products to enhance your life, check out bloomshakti.com.